Welcome to Sorry We're Booked, a podcast where two friends talk about books they love, books they hate, and everything in between. My name is Dylan. And I am Sam. So welcome to episode two. Uh, Today, we are going to be talking about our favorite movies, actually, still as a way to sort of get to know us. But first, before we get into films, we are going to go through our usual questions. So we have a series of questions that we're going to be talking about every week. Five current, what are we reading? What are we watching? Et cetera, et cetera. So let's go ahead and jump right into that. All right. Do you want to go first? I am reading um, Reckless Girls by Rachel Hawkins. I got a audiobook from NetGalley on that, and I am very unimpressed. I will say that. She wrote the Hex Hall series. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Not gonna lie, I used to love the series. Like, it was my crack. I'm just saying. No judgment um, here. I just had never heard of her until um, The Wife Upstairs, which I think was her first adult novel, actually. Yeah, that is so crazy because I've had The Wife Upstairs on my TBR since it came out. Yeah. And I'm just now realizing it's by the same girl. So, um, <laughs> you're yeah, welcome. So you're, you're unimpressed so far. Is that what, is that what you said? I am. I'm unimpressed. I could see it being made into a, like, decent film thriller Mm -hmm. if they cast the right people. But, like, when I tell you it's, like, it's so basic. It's basically about this couple who, um, they have been hired by these two girls to go to this, like, mysterious little island off the coast of Hawaii they get there and there's not supposed to be anybody else there, but they get there and there's another couple on another boat. And then like stuff starts happening. That's so vague, but it's a thriller. So I don't want to be like, you know, I don't want to be too detailed about it, but it's just very like, I hate everyone. I hate everyone. And I don't think I'm supposed to. Oh, you don't think that's the intention? It is not the intention. No, not at all. I hate everyone. Everyone sucks. Um, and it's just very, it's just very basic. So I'm not, I'm waiting to get to the end. I probably will finish it tonight, but I'm waiting to get to the end to, to see how I feel about it. Are um, you doing, she said Nat Galley, are you doing the ebook or the audiobook? Audiobook. Yes. Audiobook. I love audiobooks. It's Macmillan Audio. Shout out to Macmillan Audio. They approve me for everything I ask for and I love it. <laughs> I need to get back onto Nat Galley because I listen to a good amount of audiobooks. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if I can get arcs done and audiobooks done at the same time, yeah, I'm just saying because if you give me an ebook arc, either I'm not going to read it or it's going to take me a year after publication to to get to it. So <laughs> that's where I'm at. I've got like three um, e arcs that are just sitting there because they're in ebook format. Don't you hate? Okay, real quick. Sorry, another tangent. <laughs> First tangent of the episode. Uh, don't you hate whenever you get a ebook arc from them and it's like in PDF form? Oh my God. And the formatting is awful. Yeah. Yes. Or whenever it's not even PDF and it's still like spa- weird spaces in between. Yes. I'm like, how am I supposed to read this? Yeah. One time I got, um, what is it? Pumpkin Heads by Rainbow Rowell, like the graphic mm-hmm. novel. I got that as an e-arc and there was no pictures. What? How does that work? It's a graphic novel. It was, <laughs> it was literally like, sense. yeah, it was literally the text bubbles and that's all it had. I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed to read this? If there's no pictures, you don't have so any I just context. didn't read it. Like, that doesn't make any sense. I think the worst formatted um, e-arc I ever got was We Sold Our Souls by Grady Hendrix. It was probably the most underwhelming of his books mm-hmm. that I've read. 
but yeah, the formatting was terrible. And I don't know if that contributed to like my experience, but it very well could have. Yeah. Maybe in the future you'll get the audiobook or something and you can, you can see if it's better. If you don't have anything else in the world to read. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that's what I'm currently reading. What are you currently reading? I am kind of in a standstill with my reading. So I ended up DNFing that Spider-Man book I was listening to, as well as Elatso Way. But that one is like just kind of on the back burner. I'm just not in the mood right now for it. Right. And I'm trying to get better at not like forcing myself to get through books that like I'm either not enjoying or just don't care about. Well, let's go into what we want to read next since we're talking about what we're currently reading okay well i am going to be rereading vampire academy by rochelle mead which oh shit i'm not gonna lie it is one of my favorite series of all time i know there's issues with it and i know it's you know very 2005 which i think is when it came out um but me and my coworker were talking about our love for this series the other day and we're like let's read it so I'm rereading it for the, I think this will be my third read of the series. Um, and I, I don't know. It's just like so much fun. I love it. Like, have I you, re- have you read? You. I haven't, have you no. Read- <laughs> I I've know it's not your covers, thing. Like, I've seen the covers. Um, I have no, what's the word I'm looking for? I can't Want. think of the right word. I mean, it's not, it's honestly not something that I would ever pick up, but I love, I love seeing people love things. You know what right. I mean? Like it, a really good example is what's her face? Taylor Swift came out with her new album. Y'all, I'm not a Swifty, not, not a fan. And I heard but this I, when we started planning the yeah. podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I'm just, I, it's, it's not my thing. Um, however, like seeing how excited everybody was and how much everybody loved it. Like I love that for everybody. I am not one of those people that's like, I don't like that. So it's trash and you're trash if you listen to it or read it or whatever. Like, I'm just not that person. The world sucks so hard right now. Like whatever you find joy in, I'm so happy for you, mm-hmm. you know? As long as it's nothing, like, harmful or, you Exactly. Know. Exactly. If you are minding your business and liking what you like and you're not causing any, like, detriment to any other person, you do you. That's all I got to say about it, you know? T. I'm just saying. <laughs> what, are you, what are you wanting to read next? Do you know? Um, let me see. I know I have another... I've got another e-arc, but I... Or audiobook art, but I can't remember what it is right now. Oh, you know what it is? It's Dark Harvest by Norman Partridge. I think it's his that name. About? Do you know? I'm nope. <laughs> <laughs> I figure not. <laughs> I it, it's funny because I had seen during like the fall months and around like Halloween, everybody not everybody, but a lot of people were reading that book and I saw that it was available to request on NetGalley and I was like, Oh, I'll read that. I don't know if I'm gonna like download it and save it. Um, because that book has already released. I don't know if they're just releasing the audiobook super late or something. So I might just end up saving it until like the fall months again. I don't know. We'll see. Is it a horror or is it thriller? Do you know? I'm pretty sure it's geared more towards horror. And I want to say, I don't know that it's even adult. I think that it might be a YA, but I could be very wrong about that. Um, I, I think this is something that I shared in our first episode, I don't like knowing too much about the books that I'm about to read. Mm -hmm. I like going in blind. Like if you give me certain like keywords or buzzwords or whatever, and I am interested in those words, I'm down, you know? Um, But aside from that, I know I'm going to start 
uh, I don't, I'm not a hundred percent sure how to say this. Um, okay. it might okay. be it. Tomie Junji Ito. It's a, um, horror manga. I think I've seen the cover for that. I'm pretty sure it's like kind of popular. You, yes, it really is. There's that one. And then, um, I read Uzumaki, uh, last month, I think. Mm-hmm. And I really liked it. Are you so, a manga? Like, do you read manga often or just? No, that was my first manga I'd ever read. How did you find the the format? Was it hard to get into? It w- it really wasn't actually. I it took me like it it took me some pages to stop trying to flip forward mm-hmm. and to like read it in the right cadence, you know, because I of course you you're flipping it in the opposite direction and you're reading it in the opposite direction than you would like, you know, a traditionally traditionally published um, graphic novel. So reading that and then I just read um, Harrow County. That was another thing that was on my list um, that I read, which is another horror graphic novel um, that. So going from Uzumaki to that and having to like <laughs> do the right, like read it the right way. Like, yeah. That was, um, I don't want to say it was a challenge, but, like, it took a minute to, like, switch, make my brain switch back. Um, but I really like that story. I really love the art style. It's very, like, there were some parts in Uzumaki that were very unsettling. And I hear that Tomie is, um, I don't know if it's Tomi or Tomie. I've heard it pronounced both ways. Mm-hmm. So, um, I may be mispronouncing that. Nobody come for me, please. I'm so sorry. My issue with manga usually is not the reading it backwards but for some reason i always get confused if i had to read it like like which way up and down to read it i don't know why i always read like the wrong things first sometimes and it's just it's never a fun time but i have read some mangas i really like and i would like to get into it more it's actually a spider-man manga which is cool it's mary jane loves spider-man or spider-man loves mary jane and i really like those so i would like to get into mangas sometime there's one called orange which everyone really likes oh yeah that one that was the first manga that i can remember ever really like knowing about you know i haven't read it but right i that was like the first like super popular one on mainstream book tube i feel like was was orange so. i agree yep so um all right so hauling books um do you have anything to haul you know it was just the holiday season what what did we get anything good not really um for christmas wise i just got like a bunch of wine and like an uber gift card like stuff like that my family kind of knows not to give me books these days because they never know what i don't have and what i already do have but i do want to share one thing i think you might really appreciate it so my um office is going to be my current bedroom in a few weeks and so i'm just trying to get it all set up so i bought a desk and i bought a tv stand and i bought a desk chair and most importantly most importantly i bought a cat hammock as you do (laughs) i love that it like suction cups onto the um onto the the window and so my Mm -hmm. cat can just like lay on it i'm so excited i've seen those they're so cute I am so excited and nervous to try it because Bay is a big girl. So I don't know if she's <laughs> going to be able to to handle it. But one of the reviews, there's an actual German Shepherd in one. So I'm I'm very excited for her. And I got, I got her new collar. She probably got more stuff for Christmas than I did because I just bought her everything. So <laughs> anyway, 
Did you get any cool books recently? I was gifted a couple of different things. I do not have them because my wish list address goes to the wrong location. Brother by Anya Alborn, which mm-hmm. is one of the last books I have left to read by her. Um, is it a horror? Yeah, of course. Of course it's horror. It's the one that I've heard the most about. Everybody says that it's absolutely amazing. And some of my favorite books are um, by Anya Auburn. Um, Seed, I absolutely loved. The Devil Crept In. I recommend those two books relentlessly. Um, So I'm really excited to read Brother because, again, everybody says that that one's amazing. Um, and that was sent to me by, she sent me that. And she also sent me Comfort Me With Apples by Catherine Involente. I've heard of that is, one. That one, I actually got the audiobook arc of that. It's so good. So good. What is it about? I don't want to say too much because it was one of those books where you're reading it and you think it's about one thing and then you get to the end and you're just totally headcanoned. You're like, oh my God, like that was the allegory or like that was, it was so good. It's very, very short. Like you can literally read it in one sitting. I listened to it in one sitting. Those two were sent to me by my wonderful friend, Andy, who uh, I actually met because of BookTube. She was a subscriber. I had my lovely friend, Christina, she sent me The Last Final Girl um, by Stephen Graham Jones, which I have actually uh, read and really enjoyed. If you're a fan of like the slasher trope at all, I highly recommend that. Um, and then she also sent me Autumn Crow by Cameron Chaney, who is actually a booktuber, um, Library yes. Macabre. If you're familiar, mm-hmm. yep, that's his book. Um, he's I've in Ohio. Is he very close to me? <laughs> really? I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, he's not too far from me. Oh, okay. So there were those two, and those were sent to me by Christina. And then Aaron. Um, from YouTube, BookTube, Erin Megan. She's also on Bookstagram. She sent me Tender is the Flesh. (gasps) Yay! Which I know you just read. And she also sent me Let the Right One In. And I can't remember the author's name right now. Yeah, because it was made into a film. But that that was my haul. Cool. I will have to reconvert me with apples soon because even if I'm not super interested in a horror or thriller... If it's in a novella form, I'm probably going to read it because, I mean, might as well. It's short. Do we have any anticipated releases in books or in films coming up within the next few weeks that you're excited about? So I am really excited about this book. It's called The Violence. It's by Delilah S. Dawson. Have you heard of this? I. It sounds familiar, but maybe, maybe not. So I actually found it on NetGalley. I think I got an arc of it. And I have not read it yet, but this is the little snippet it comes with. A mysterious plague that causes random bouts of violence is sweeping the nation. Now three generations of women must navigate their chilling new reality in this moving exploration of identity, cycles of abuse, and hope. So basically it's a plague that makes you want to kill people, which I think just sounds really entertaining and interesting. Um, And it comes out... February 1st. So it comes out kind of kind of soon. On in that same like vein, I have a recommendation if that interests you. If you haven't read Survivor Song by Paul Tremblay. I haven't. I've been wanting to read it though, and I always forget to read it. 
because I think I keep on forgetting to add it to my TBR. <laughs> Do it because that one in particular made me feel things like it's very rare that books give me like true anxiety. Mm-hmm. But I think the way that he wrote that, it felt so possible that I had like true anxiety while I was reading it. And then I got to the end and it just absolutely like shattered my whole life. The reviews that I'm looking at, at least for my friends, are not great. But I think from what I can see, it's been people's, not their first book they've read from him. And so I I think if I do read any Paul Tremblay, they'll be my first one. So I don't like get the super highest of expectations. And I don't, I've been really excited for that. I just love a good like pandemic how relatable right now i just love a good pandemic in like a horror setting i don't know i just love it to be depressed when i read so if i'm depressed and scared and anxious at all at the same time why not what else any films that you're thinking not about? really i still have not seen seeing two i'm not happy about it but <laughs> i just have not had the chance i am excited for west side story which came out earlier this month Mm-hmm. it's um like the reboot of the musical and i actually was spoiled for the ending which i'm so sad about because i had no idea what the ending was i was about to say so you've never so you've never seen west side story like any version ever nope i just want to support rachel ziegler who's like the the main actress and i've been really excited for it but i was fucking spoiled for the ending and i'm so mad about it <laughs> i've heard really good things about the reboot is what i'm trying to say so I don't know. Maybe I'll see it when it's in theaters. Maybe I'll wait till it comes out on streaming. But are you excited for any anything coming up as far as movies or books or anything? Um, movies. I don't really have anything with the exception of you know just the next scream that's coming out in the next couple of weeks. I kept waiting for you to say that, Dylan, and I was like, mm, is he not? Oh my god! So I'll just go ahead I... and say it. <laughs> I'm trash. I'm trash. Anyway, <laughs> uh, side for Scream, as you should. Yes. Um, that's the only film that I can really think of that I'm excited about. Uh, as far as new releases, um, Such a Pretty Smile by Christy Demeester comes out in January. That actually, it comes out the day after my birthday. January oh my gosh, 18th. Happy birthday. My birthday is January 17th. So it comes out the day after my birthday. I do have an e-arc of this, but I'm going to be honest. I just don't know that I'm going to get to it before. I think it's about a serial killer. That's all I need to know, really. I mean, yeah. why wouldn't you want to read about a serial killer? One of the things that Chrissy Demeester writes really well is, like, there's definitely a, like, feminist twist to a lot of her writing. Um, you know, you see that a lot in, like, women in horror. But I read her short story collection and then her debut novel, Beneath, was really good. Which, if you like cult slightly cosmic horror um i would highly recommend beneath that one was i thought really good all right so the last question um that we're going to talk about in our normal catch up um what have we recently been reading so i had a few days off recently for the christmas holiday merry christmas if you celebrate by the way um i had the day before christmas eve off christmas eve christmas day and then like two days after that off. So I had a good amount of time off work. So I sat down and did a puzzle pretty much the whole time. I'm working on this thousand piece Spider-Man puzzle that I'm not even fucking close to being done with. I'm so annoyed. But I read three books. One of them was a Stephen King book. Oh shit. I'm just saying. 
It was not oh, a good one. Oh, shit. But, but which one was it? <laughs> it was a good marriage. Have you heard of that one? Oh, that's a um, short story. Well, novella. Yeah, it's part of like one of his short story collections, but this is a um, separate audiobook for it yes. because i know a movie I came out i think that one was collected in just after sunset no it was either just after sunset or full dark no stars it was full dark no stars let me tell that novella collection is like it means it when it says full dark no stars like that is some of the darkest shit anyways what did you think i thought it was decent i mean it's pretty yeah. short so i don't really have a lot of thoughts about it yeah um i don't think very much happened at all Honestly, I don't know if it needed its own separate audiobook because I don't, it didn't really have a story. Like, not mm-hmm. much happened at all. It's basically about this woman who she's getting batteries in her garage. Her husband has gone on a business trip or something and she finds things that are scary and weird. And she's like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And basically, it's a story of, you know, you're spouse is supposed to be the person that you know best in the world well what happens when it turns out that your spouse is not the person that you thought that they were yeah i'm excited to watch the movie which i've heard terrible things about so i don't know (laughs) if it's going to (laughs) be good but i'm the person like even if i don't like a book i have to watch the movie hence the hating game so i'm interested to see how it transfers into films maybe i'll like it more we'll see I also read, it's called The Missing. This is by Kirsten Modulin, I believe. This is one of my new favorite horror authors, or maybe thriller, maybe. Mm -hmm. This is about this woman, and she goes on a um, vacation with her very rich husband. So she's like the trophy wife, I guess. And she's invited on this boat. So she's on this boat with all these random strangers. She's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll go. She doesn't like her husband. So she wants to get away from him. And they all get on this boat and they are dropped off on this island. And they find a note saying, kill each other. One person can leave. And so they have to figure out who they can trust out of like the six people. They have to figure out how to survive. And um, some they try to figure out how to get off. And maybe maybe they do. Maybe they don't. It is a Kindle Unlimited book, and the audiobook is also on Hoopla. Um, it's only 265 pages, so it's a pretty short one. Mm-hmm. It was like maybe 10 hours max. But I gave that one a three and a half out of five. Um, it was pretty good. And I had um, read another book from her called The Arrangement, I think, and I gave that one, I think, four stars. So in the last audiobook I listened to, I listened to The Dead List. This is by Jennifer L. Armentrout. She wrote the, um, I forget what they're called. They were like romance, alien romance YA books, like back in the day. Obsidian, I think, is one of them. I don't, they're mm-hmm. these really ugly covers with this like ugly looking <laughs> alien guy. They were really bad, but this is basically a Scream re- retelling. I can't really say it as anything else. It's, okay. it does copy things from Scream, but I love Scream. So I did really like this book. Um, it was actually a Wattpad book back in the day. And I read it back in the day, and I saw this audiobook on Hoopla, and I was like, you know what? I forget everything that happened. Let me pick it up. And it was pretty fun. It was um, about, like, maybe 10 hours, so it was a decently short audiobook. And I flew through it all in one night because I listened to books on two times speed. And I just thought it was a really fun slasher time. So if you like slashers, The Dead List by Jennifer L. Armentrout. I think you should read um, The Missing though i think you'd really enjoy it i just put that one on my list (laughs) yes it's not the most creative 
thriller I've ever read. But honestly, in my opinion, I don't think they all have to be super creative as long as you like it and enjoy it. I'm trying to not base my enjoyment on mysteries and thrillers on the ending. I'm trying to base it on the enjoyment I had reading it. I think that's a good way to look at it. Um, And speaking of not the most like creative thrillers, have you ever read anything by Catherine Ryan Howard? I have not. Um, I highly recommend her writing if you are into thrillers. Um, she is another one where her plots are not like, you know, it's, it's no gone girl. Let me put it that way. Right, right. However, it like the entertainment value, the writing is good. The entertainment value is good. I actually read three of her books in a row earlier this year. Right. Because they were all on, they were included as part of the Audible Plus catalog. And so I was, I read the first one and I was like, oh, I really like this. There's more. One was distress signals the nothing man and i can't remember the last one but the nothing man and distress signals i both really enjoyed you would like the arrangement also by kirsten modulin or whatever i added that one to my list too (gasps) oh my gosh yes that one is basically (laughs) about this couple who accidentally kills somebody and so they have to hide it from their kids from their community and it's it's a fun like one of those disaster movies or books where something just seems to go wrong every five pages the audiobook is also really good for that we listen to a lot of audiobooks guys so you'll because i don't think i've read a physical book in a while just saying (laughs) same what about you what what did you read recently so what i read recently is the thing that i finished most recently was a history of wild places by shay earnshaw and i actually i think that i would give that like a 3.75 Right. It's not terrible. Um, No, it's definitely not terrible. It's multiple perspectives. But I will say that it went in a direction that I really wasn't expecting it to go. I was expecting something like a little bit more on like the supernatural side, just from Mm -hmm. the way that that it was framed. And I, I didn't really get that. But I the writing was solid. And the way that the story came together I'm usually pretty good at picking up on exactly what's going to happen in any kind of like thriller book, which doesn't mean that it's bad whenever I can pick up on that, you know, because it's about the journey, not the end result. The journey to the end, I thought was good. Like the characters were fully fleshed out. So basically, there is a children's author who she writes kind of like these darkish fairy tales. This child basically dies while they're trying to like find this place that she writes about. And so Jesus she's Christ. right. And so she's like, all right, we're going to disappear for a little while. Well, the thing is that she disappears a little bit too well. And her family hires this man. He can find people by just like, like touching. paranormally, right? Yes. Like, okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was what I was talking, why I expected it to go a little bit more in a paranormal direction because he can touch things and like sense where they were and what they were doing. And so that's what he uses to help find people. So he's on the hunt for this, this author who's been missing for some time. And then we end up in this like mountain community of people who are basically like off the grid. You know what? it reminded me of and it just I just made this connection right now it reminded me a little bit of like aspects of the village by um that was directed by M. Night Shyamalan I haven't seen that one. Oh, really no I've heard good things it's on my list 
I'm it's it was pretty decent. Um, but there are aspects of it that, that remind me of that. That's not a spoiler or anything. So um, but overall, like it was pretty it was pretty decent. I liked her writing. This was my first experience with her writing. I didn't read the Wicked Deep or anything. That's what I read recently. And then have I watched anything? Oh, you know what? I did watch some things. Yes, go for it. I watched Voice from the Stone last night as like it started out kind of being background noise. And I was like, oh, Amelia Clark's in this. So it'll be decent. No, it was not decent. Oh no. I hate when that <laughs> happens. Especially when it's an actress you really like. Listen, if Amelia Clark acted with her eyebrows one more time, I was gonna yeet my TV out the front door. Like, You're like fuck this. <laughs> it was because <sighs> I'm not even going to bother telling you the plot. Just know that if you're a fan of Amelia Clark and you're trying to watch like her her filmography, I would just skip this one. It just it wasn't worth it. And then the only other thing that I watched recently was a docu series called Hellier. Okay. Okay. So basically, this is a it's two seasons. One is five episodes, and the other one is ten. Um, it's on Amazon Prime. If you are at all into UFOs, conspiracy theories surrounding that. I highly recommend watching this. It's very well done and there are aspects of it that are very unsettling. But what it starts out as is this couple who, you know, like does cryptid things. They receive this series of emails um, about a cave system in Kentucky. It's the Mammoth Cave System and there's this little town called Hellier. And apparently there are these things called Kentucky Cave Cave Goblins, okay? Uh, Like in real life? Allegedly. It's very much in the same realm of like, you know, Bigfoot and the like. Right. You know, but it has connections to like the Mothman prophecies. And there's just, there's a, there were moments where as you're watching all of this, you're like, oh my God, it's connected. Oh my God. And then other times you're like, does your back hurt from making that reach? You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. But there were moments in this, it was very, very well edited and it actually started out being like a YouTube docu-series, but it's so well done. If you're at all interested in things like this, I actually really suggest you watch it. It was, it was really entertaining. And you can tell by the way season two ended, there has to be a season three because like they uncovered all this shit at the end of season two. And I'm like, Where's the rest of it? <laughs> You're like, if there's not more, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> like, I felt, when I tell you I fell down that rabbit hole hard, I have a really good friend who actually lives in Kentucky, and the the place that they were in is Somerset, Kentucky, and she lives about 30 minutes from there, and I texted her, and I'm like, girl, have you ever heard about Kentucky Gave Goblins? And she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I'm like oh my god you have to watch this she's like okay crazy lady like (laughs) but yeah it was it was good i might have to watch it i'm not good at watching tv shows like at all the only like tv show i actively keep up with is euphoria which is coming back in like two weeks never heard of that euphoria oh my gosh it's so it's zendaya you know who zendaya is right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. okay so wait i have heard of this Yes, yes. The amazing, awesome HBO Max show. Yeah, it comes back in like two weeks, so I cannot wait. But I will, real quick, talk about the movies I watched recently because I totally forgot to talk about those when I was talking about my books. So, real quick, I watched Don't Look Up. This just came out last Friday. It's a like 
almost pandemic, not pandemic, apocalyptic. Like satire, that's the word. Isn't it? Yeah, it actually has a lot of to say about our current pandemic without saying anything about it at the same time. I thought it was mediocre. It was one of those movies where I think they spent too much money on the cast versus spending it on making the movie decent. I love Jennifer Lawrence, even though her bangs in this were atrocious. <laughs> by the way, she is from Kentucky. <laughs> um, I did not know that. Yeah, she is from Kentucky. I thought it was pretty atrocious, and I don't think I'm going to watch any more of whoever directed its movies because it was just like really obnoxious and not a fun time at all. Mm-hmm. I watched Little Women, the 2019 version. That was Greta Gerwig or something? Yes, yeah. which I might talk about later in the episode if you get my drift. I oh, rewatched shit. this. Yes, I rewatched this every year for Christmas. I saw it on Christmas in 2019. So it's just a, a Christmas movie for me now. And I really enjoy it. So I rewatched that. And I rewatched Scream 4 because I needed something just to throw on in the background. And that's a movie that I don't have to pay attention to. And then lastly, I saw Spider-Man No Way Home once again. I cried every single time that I did the first time. And I will be seeing it a third time, I think, next week. So I am Love giving Tom Holland all the money in my pocket, apparently. All right. Are we ready to talk about our favorite movies of all time? We are absolutely ready to talk about favorite movies of all time. I'll, I'll let you go first. I'll let you talk about your favorite movies of all time because I honestly have no clue. <laughs> and I think I've given some hints to mine. So I'm, I'm really excited to hear about yours. The movies that I am about to talk about are like, some of them are just like comfort films for me. So let's just jump right into that. Jurassic Park is a movie that every fucking time it is on, I will watch it. I have probably seen that movie 30 times, probably more than that. I just really love Jurassic Park, okay? Have you seen the remake, like Jurassic World? No. I've seen that one. It's not good. Okay, Don't watch good it. To know. <laughs> I, I've seen Jurassic Park like once when I was a kid and I loved it but I want to watch mm-hmm. the trilogy. So do you like the other ones? Are they as good? They're not as good as the first one, um, definitely. But I mean, if I'm going to choose one of the trilogy, it's definitely going to be the first one. I will say this too. This is a film that is better than the book, in my opinion. I've always forget that it is a book. Mm-hmm. And I have not heard as many good things as for the book as I had the movie, for sure. Yep. Um, I will say that Michael Crichton hates girl children great you know we have we have the clever girl in the film and like he talked so much shit about the girl in the book but anyway that's neither here nor there so jurassic park is definitely one another and this is more of a film series than a single film so i'm cheating and i'm cheating too don't worry okay all right good um the evil dead franchise this includes the remake I have opinions. <laughs> you have Go opinions? Ahead. Yeah, no. continue, continue, continue. <laughs> Why do you I, love it so much? Tell me. I, You know what? I appreciate what that film did, like, for the horror genre as a whole. I do, like, I like the first one, and I love the second one because I feel like the second one is really kind of when they figured it out because it ends up turning into more of like a horror comedy. And then by the time you get to army of darkness, army of darkness, is it, I fucking love that movie. It's an absolute shit show. It is a joke of a movie and I love it. Like it, that 
is what made me love Bruce Campbell. Um, the series Ash versus Evil Dead. Like, I love that series. I thought that it was really well done. There were a lot of nods to the films, obviously, you know. Like, I just, I really love that franchise as a whole. And then the remake that they did in 2011, or, you know, reboot, reimagining, whatever, I thought that they did a really good job with that. And it was gruesome as fuck. Oh my god, I was sick to my stomach the whole time. Yes! It, that is one of the most intense horror films that I've ever seen ever, hands down. Yeah. I've only seen it twice. And I've seen the rest of the three, like, probably six or seven times a piece. So as far as my experience with The Evil Dead, I, this is probably heinous, but I watched the remake first. Okay. Because my friend Heather, who's actually going to become my boss, she's going to be my boss, you know, my boss Heather, okay, <laughs> she loves the remake. So we watched it when I was over at um, her place one night and the remake is it's not on my list but the remake is actually one of my favorite movies of all time i think i just think it's like so well done jane mm-hmm. levy levi i don't know how to say her last name she is phenomenal in that movie she is. and the i think it's gruesome but it's not to the point where I'll, I'll say it's it's gruesome for a reason. It's not gruesome just to be gruesome. It's not gross just to be gross. It's not torture porn, i.e. like hostile or stuff like that. Like there's a purpose for what it's doing. I think it earns the the gru- the gruesome of it all. Um, yeah. I, I think it's really good. I've watched it a few times. Um, it's not a movie I can get many of my friends to watch just because it's, it's intense. It's a lot, but mm-hmm. it's a movie I can really appreciate. So after that, I did end up watching the first one, the original, and I do not like it very much, <laughs> which I hate to say, but I think because I watched the remake and I love the remake so much that I should have watched the original first because I think it just set me up for expectations. And I have not seen two and three yet, although I do want to eventually. Um, isn't the second one like a remake or like almost kind of like a remake of the first one? It's what I, people have told me before. It's not necessarily a remake of the first one, but they like end up back at the cabin um, and they use some footage from the first film. If you've ever like I have seen like various I don't think that there's like a specific documentary, but I've seen like various um, interviews and stuff um, talking about like the making of that film. And when you look at the amount of time that they spent filming and like they made that movie with nothing, no budget whatsoever. Like they did all of the effects themselves. Like when you look at the amount of effort that was put into that film that has now become a cult classic of the horror genre, like I can definitely appreciate it for what it is. As far as like, it's definitely not like the gold standard. And I think a lot of people do prefer Evil Dead 2 to the first Evil Dead, um, which is why I kind of like include it as like franchise because I think I do prefer to to one and then like army of darkness is kind of like on its own separate thing because it just goes in a totally different direction i've heard it's like unhinged (laughs) it's absolutely unhinged but like some of the most iconic lines that i feel like uh army of darkness really cemented like the character of ash like that is where if you you haven't seen ash versus evil dead have you i have not i've heard of it yeah um, it was H- HBO, I'm fairly certain. It's basically like a spinoff series. So you have like Ash from the Evil Dead um, franchise and you have like new 
players and that sort of thing, but they end up, there's a lot of other stuff from the films that make their way into the series. But like, again, overall, just like as a whole, I really, really love like the franchise. I think that it did great things for horror. Yeah, I will have to, I'll have to like revisit the whole franchise um, and see how I feel about it. I want to say right now, I think we should make it a goal if either of us have not seen the other person's, like, any of their favorite movies. I think next year we should both try to to watch yes. them. We should make that I a agree. challenge. Anyway, what is your, what's your, what's your next favorite? My next favorite is, surprise, it's another horror movie. Um, it's The Thing, the, not the one that was released in 2011. Not that no, one. No, not a Mary Elizabeth Winston. Oh my gosh. Listen, <sighs> I, here's the thing about the 2011 version, okay? For those of you that were unaware, um, the 2011 The Thing is actually a prequel to the 1982 um, Thing film. So when we talk about my favorites, definitely the 1982 version is my favorite with Kurt Russell. But I will say that the 2011 version is not bad. However, comma, one of the best parts about that film, the original film, is the practical effects. When you look at what they did in that film, it is amazing, okay? And what they did in 2011, they actually made that film with practical effects. And the studio came back and said, no, we want you to take all the practical effects out, well, most of the practical effects, and put in CG. And the CG is not good. And that absolutely ruined it. It ruined it when you look at the story, when you look at the acting, when you look at all of those things. Like, it's a solid movie. What ruined it for me, and this is just purely personal preference, okay? This is, you know, again, I'm not saying that it's a bad film, but purely personal preference, if they had kept the practical effects in, it would have been, like, great. I want to watch both the original and the remake because I do love Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who is the main character in the the remake, because um, she was in Final Destination 3, which is also one of my favorite series. It's not part of this, but that's one of my favorite guilty pleasures. And Sky High, Disney Channel, original movie. I'm sorry, I had to. But I have <laughs> I have been very excited to watch the original and the remake because I've not seen either. Um, I don't know if it's my type of horror per se, but I think it's one of those movies that as a horror fan, I want to watch just to say I've I've seen it. And I think there's a lot of cultural things that I've seen on the internet forever that like I just don't understand because <laughs> I've never seen it. So if you're at all fan, like it's definitely sci-fi horror. Um, but if you're at all a fan of like body horror, that is absolutely late body horror hands down it's it's body horror <laughs> good to know so it looks like i have quite a lot of work to do because i've not seen any more of the drastic parks i've never seen <laughs> any of the evil deads besides the remake and the original and i've not seen either of the things so i have quite a watch list what's your number four my number four is and this is like i'm totally you're gonna take a complete left turn like, we're going to take a left turn and, like, go a bunch of different ways. I'm scared. Pride and Prejudice. Uh, another one. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> which, 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 which version is this? Isn't there, isn't the there, one like, that has Kira Knightley in it. <laughs> oh, I love Kira Knightley. That's okay. I'll do that. <laughs> Listen, I, I read the book and the book was just like, oh, okay. But, you know, we talked about on our first episode, our favorite books. And one of my favorite books is Jane Eyre which 
the Jane Eyre with Michael Fassbender, like that's that's decent. But I just absolutely loved that version of Pride and Prejudice. I don't even like the book all that much, but I fucking loved the movie. The movie just like I just really love it. I can't even really tell you like why I love it so much. Have you seen Emma the movie? It has no. um Anna Taylor Joy, which I who I love. That's also is that a Jane Austen book? I don't yes, it is. Okay. Yep. I've been wanting to watch that too, so maybe I'll do a double feature of Emma and Pride and Prejudice sometime. It's just really good, okay? <laughs> I've heard really good things, and I do love a romance story, so I'm sure I'll like it. I'm excited. It gives me a, an excuse to to finally watch it. Romance is not. She's like unhinged, a, guys. She's getting there. <laughs> you like there is just two completely different like aspects of my life and again like you see this because i'm over here talking about like these are my favorite horror i could talk about my favorite horror films for hours but like and then you have pride and prejudice and then my last one is moulin rouge um (laughs) interesting that you say that um go ahead because you you fucking hated it you fucking hated it it's listen i'll let let you go through it first it's not it's not a good movie like let me be very clear about that it's not not like it's it's really not (laughs) But it's one of those, like, comfort watches for me. I tried to watch Moulin Rouge for the first time, I think, this year. And I felt like I was on acid watching that. Like, and it's just not my cup of tea. I'm so happy that you love it, even though I am (laughs) slightly judging you. But I am so happy that you loved it because I do love a musical. I don't have a musical on my list, but I do love a musical. It was just way too much for me to understand. (laughs) There's so much things going on at one time. I can appreciate the visual effects and the cinematography and not the, I was going to say the music, but I don't really like the music that much, but I'm happy. I'm happy that you like it. I'm really happy that you like it. Why do you, why do you like it so much? It's just like fun. This, okay. This is a movie that came out in 2001. So I'm dating myself like very much by talking about this. Do what? I was three years old. You know what? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. Okay, I, had I was to. in. I was in fifth grade when this movie came out. All right, <laughs> I didn't watch it whenever I was in fifth grade. Um, I was definitely in middle school the first time that I saw it. But like, this was a movie that, again, like most of the films that I'm choosing, like there is some kind of nostalgia factor for me. So like, I remember watching this film and like singing the songs and stuff with one of my best friends who lived down the street from me. So I think that that's one of the reasons that I love it so much. But also, are you are you a fan of figure skating at all? Um, could I ever do it? Fuck no. No, do no, I no. Love... Not like, not like. Would you do it? But have you ever watched it? Uh, I mean, I've seen the movie Ice Princess. That's a <laughs> Disney Channel. I watched that for the first time this year, I think, and I absolutely love it. So, I mean, if that's what you mean, yes. Have I ever seen actual? figure skaters i don't think so okay so i know that you do not appreciate the movie moulin rouge and that's okay that's perfectly fine like i get it it's definitely not a film that that is for everyone however comma there is a team of figure skaters they are canadian i do not remember their names right now but they did a routine to a medley of Moulin Rouge songs. And when I tell you I watch that performance sometimes just to fucking watch it, it is that good. I will send it to you and you have to watch it because I it's will watch so it. good. It's 
so good. Shaking, like, screaming, crying. That's Sam right yeah, now. Literally. <laughs> like, I don't even... It's one of those things where it, like, I'm watching it and it, like, makes me emotional while I'm watching it. And I'm like, these are just figure skaters. What the fuck? Like, why do, Why am I feeling things? I don't understand. Did you ever watch um, a great, the, the Greatest Showman? Is that what it's called? The Greatest Showman? No, but I heard that it was wonderful. There is a video of them trying to get it greenlit. I'll just send it to you, too. And they're singing This Is Me, which is, like, the, the popular song. Um, from there and it's like Hugh Jackman and the bearded lady they're like singing it and they're all crying because they like are so passionate about this movie even though the movie has its flaws it's like problematic but that is also like a non-movie video that like always gets me in my feels I watch it just to cry like every time <laughs> so I will have to send that to you <laughs> so you get it so you understand where I'm coming I understand from when I tell I you it. that I get emotional over a figure skating video like when I tell you I've made so many people watch this I'm like here is this figure skating video I don't care if you don't like this movie and I don't care if you don't like figure skating you're fixing to watch this and you're gonna feel you're gonna the things the fuck that down, I feel you're gonna watch it <laughs> <laughs> exactly you're gonna watch it and you're gonna like it <laughs> I am so happy for you, even though I don't quite understand. Um, there is <laughs> Again, it's a least... nostalgia thing, Dylan. It absolutely is a nostalgia thing. I understand that because the second movie I'm going to be talking about, you're going to think I'm, I, I need to be sent somewhere, <laughs> probably. <laughs> That's what everyone thinks when they hear that movie. That's actually kind of funny. My honorable mention is Phantom of the Opera, by the way, with Gerard I Butler. I either. No shit. <sighs> I okay I guess we'll add that too so we're at like <laughs> movie like 10 I have to watch from this fucking episode thank you so much Sam <laughs> you are so welcome all right let's see what my list is gonna be all right let's ready? go are you ready yeah. all right number five these are not really ranked besides my first favorite number five is ready or not this came out in 2019 have you oh, seen oh I this? haven't seen that yet and I want to watch it so bad so I'm pumped I actually have a specific reason to watch this it is so good. I loved it so much that I like to go to the movie theaters by myself, which is weird and it probably looks depressing to other people. But I no, just I hate going with other people because they take fucking yourself talk on the a whole date. time. Yeah. I'm like, I had to. So I loved it so much that I came home to my roommate after seeing it. I convinced her to watch it that we left ten minutes later to go see it. So I saw this movie. <laughs> twice within the last like in, within the same day <laughs> and I love those that movie theater That's workers wonderful. probably those movie theater workers probably thought i was like weird because i was there like half an hour after seeing it samara weaving who's a main actress is one of my favorite actresses um and i just think this movie is so much fun it's pretty gory it's so funny it's definitely the perfect mixture of comedy and horror and i horror and i love horror comedy so much that I think you'd really like it. I think that I will too, just based on like what I've seen. Um, If you love horror comedy, I'm really interested to see what your reactions to Evil Dead 2 and 3 are. But anyways, go ahead. Oh, I can't wait. I'm so excited. (laughs) So the next movie, which this is the one that I get dragged the most from, even my loved ones. Okay, they're about to disown me because I love this movie. It is called Chicken Run. No! Why? Okay, I have not found one person. Actually, my ex agreed with me about this, which maybe that was a red flag. Um, (laughs) Chicken Run. I 
love this movie. I think it's so fucking funny. It is so underrated. I never in a million years thought that that was the film that you were going to say. Never in a million years would I have guessed that that was what you were going to say. Yet nobody else does either. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I fucking love it. I really do. I, I don't even think that I've ever, oh wow, now I have to watch that. Oh my gosh, yes you do. Oh my god, I'm so excited for you to watch it. <laughs> this is like a punishment for making me watch ten different movies. Okay, but well. I love Chicken Run. It has such a good commentary on the meat industry as well. I think it's pretty progressive for its time. And it is funny, it's smart, and it has such a good comedic tone. Like, one of the lines is a um, chicken. She's scared of being cooked and she's like i don't want to be made into a pie like it's i I don't remember seeing that from the advertisements when it came out i remember specifically that it is so funny like it's a movie i watched probably too often it probably is the source of many of my mental illnesses but (laughs) (laughs) that's the one it's done in the same like claymation style as like wallace and gromit yeah yeah it's made by the same um the same people it's actually within the same like cinematic universe i don't know if that's a thing the Wallace As Wallace and Gromit. And Gromit. cinematic universe yes. we love <laughs> anyway yeah i love chicken run it's definitely different from every single thing i have on this list but yeah you want to watch it now i'm so excited oh, for you to watch it I'm, I'm so excited for me too i hope you hate it <laughs> <laughs> why why do you hope i hate it because i'm pissed and i gotta watch oh my gosh <laughs> I hope you have not seen the rest of these movies, which I'm pretty sure you have, though. So I'm kind okay. of upset about that. But okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not as mean as I'm sounding, guys. I just I love to torture my friends. Anyway, my next favorite movie is a sequel. It is A Quiet Place Part Two. Have you seen this? I have not seen either. So now I have a reason to watch both. Now you have two movies to watch. I think the first one's kind of overrated. It has some really good things about it. But I just thought it was, like, a little too overhyped. And Mm -hmm. so maybe this had me wanting to have, like, the lowest expectations about the second one. Mm -hmm. And it's so beautiful. Um, The deaf representation in this is so well done. The um, daughter in the movie, she's actually deaf in a lot of the ways that this family communicates. Because in this world, um, there is monsters outside. And if they hear you, they'll kill you. Mm -hmm. And so they have to be as quiet as possible. And this family, they rely on sign language to communicate. And the daughter is actually deaf in real life. So the Mm -hmm. representation is so well done. She's such a great actress. And it's just a really emotional, gory, um, just a really powerful movie. And I rewatch it, like, all the time. So A Quiet Place Part 2 is, like, one of my favorite sequels of all time. It's, It's so good. So my next favorite movie is Little Women which we've already talked about. Um, which I, I will have to watch. I, I think you'll really like it. It's I think um, I kind too. of in the same vein as the um, like Pride and Prejudice. It's like kind of uh, like a, more of a historical romance. Um, it's so good. Um, Cerise Ronan's in it, who I love, and Florence Pugh, who I would marry in a heartbeat, is in it, and Meryl Streep's in it like Laura Dern like this whole like cast of characters Emma Watson's in it from Harry Potter she's the worst fucking accent ever in this movie though <laughs> so just be prepared okay um, good to know I love Little Women it's so good 
I watch it every Christmas, so you should watch it before winter's over because it's definitely like a wintry type of movie. So my favorite movie of all time, which I think you can probably guess what it's going to be, it's Scream, which I mean, you're not surprised. I'm going to watch that one again. I'm not at all surprised, but I'm going to watch it just because I'm going to watch it again. This is um, probably a whole series on the list, I think. I like the whole series. I don't love Scream 3. I think it's kind of trash. Mm-hmm. But I can appreciate each Scream movie for um, what they did for horror. I'd probably say my ranking would be 1, 4, 2, 3, which I don't know if you have the same feelings about that. But I, I haven't Scream. seen 3 and 4 yet. <gasps> you haven't? Oh my gosh. You have to, especially before the fifth one comes out. Oh yeah, I definitely um, am going to do that. Definitely make sure you watch them soon because you're going to be seeing spoilers for number four, I'm pretty sure. Number four has one of the best twists in a horror movie I've ever seen. And I always watch it with other people because I want to see their reaction to the twist. Yeah. And there's been like a couple of people I watched it with. They're like, I saw that coming. I'm like, fuck you. Like, this is the whole reason why I wanted to watch. (laughs) No, you didn't. Why Why you got to lie about it? Like, for real. Like, I know you didn't see it coming because... It's so unhinged. Like, it makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. But I love it. Scream 4 is really good. It has Emma Roberts and Hayden Panettiere, who I think she kind of fell off the face of the planet after Heroes, which was a flop of a show. Anyway, um, I love Scream really so much. <laughs> I love Scream so much. I'm so excited for the, the fifth one. I'm really nervous about it. I mean, it comes out January 13th. So if it sucks, it's gonna ruin my entire year so hopefully it's good because let's not ruin your year like right when it starts right like come on 2021 already happened i don't want to have another 2021 part two is all i'm saying anyways that was our favorite movies of all time how many how many movies do you have to watch now so you had five movies technically the only one that i've seen is scream but scream is a franchise of four so I'm probably just going to watch all four of them. Even though I did watch one and two um, again very recently, like very recently. I went through like a whole 90s kick where I like watch, I watched Scream 1 and 2. I watched I Know What You Did Last Summer. I watched Urban Legend. Like, yes, I watched, classics. Yes. Um, I love Urban Legend, honestly. I think it's so underrated. I do Like too. so underrated. I can understand the issues that people have with it, but I think it's so much fun and so interesting and creative. I I love it. Have you seen Final Destination? I have, but it's been a very long time. A very long time. That's another one that I want to go back and rewatch. And then I also watch The Faculty. I don't like The Faculty that much. I'm you sorry. You didn't like the... Okay. So it's not necessarily that I love that movie, but it's such like a time capsule of the 90s. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, also... For sure. Who the fuck said that Josh Hartnett was hot in that movie? Because no. He looks greasy. I don't understand. I know. He looks like um, Bradley Cooper in A Star is Born, which you might have never seen it. But in the commercials, at least, like he, I mean, he's supposed to be an alcoholic who like doesn't have his life together. So I guess, I mean, maybe that's part of it. But yeah, no, he looks like Bradley Cooper in A Star is Born. He's so greasy. I don't understand. He he really was. Like, I don't, I never found him attractive. I think the most attractive I ever found him was um, in Penny Dreadful. Yeah, I think you have nine movies to watch if my calculations are correct. That sounds about right. I have, let's see, I have one to watch all of the um, Jurassic Parks. So that's three just do three like the the reboot things i don't fucking care about fuck those. those i don't like those they're not yeah good at fuck all. those um 
I have three, and then I want to watch four of the Evil Deads, and then Pride and Prejudice, and both of the things. Is that it? (laughs) (laughs) You've seen Moulin Rouge, so you don't have to watch that. Yeah, no. So whatever number that is, I think we're pretty pretty close in numbers so sounds about right i'm nervous but let's say should we give us ourselves a deadline and maybe we'll think of a punishment if we don't do it let's say by march so by march all right so you guys can expect a episode in march where we revisit this and have we watched each other's favorite movies We'll have to rank them all, too. So we'll yes. see what is our favorite and what our least favorite was. I'm very nervous for <laughs> both of our sakes. I think it's going to be fun. That's a wrap for episode two. I can't believe we're already two episodes in. I'm I know, really excited. Right? And I think it's going to be a fun time. But thank you guys for listening. You can find me online at Dylan is reading on Instagram. And my Twitter is Dylan Alexander 5 Yes, thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, you can find me online on Twitter at Leanne's Lit, all one word, and on Instagram, Leanne's.lit. I'm not going to spell it out for you because it's a difficult spelling, but it will be in the show notes. Uh, we, As always, we love the show notes, so we'll have a lot of things in there, I'm sure. Most books and films that we talk about will all be included in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast on wherever you are listening to us and give us a five-star review. We know we are pretty savage with reviews, but please do not be with us. Um, Tell your friends to listen to us and make sure to give us a five-star review. I don't know how it helps because we're just now starting, but apparently it helps visibility or something. I don't know. Whatever podcast (laughs) algorithm, like, you know, it's all about beating the algorithm. So I assume that that's, you know... And we just love five stars. Like, give us all the stars. You can drag us, but give us five stars while you do it, please. Yes. Thank you. You also can keep up with um, when we're going to be dropping new episodes uh, before they drop um, on our Twitter account, which is at SWBpod. So for our next episode, I'm very excited. We're going to talk about how we're going to tackle our TBRs in 2022. So we're going to talk about all the books that we own that we want to get to and i'm sure we will do a punishment if we don't get to them which i'm very nervous about and i know my tbr is outrageous right now so absolutely i am excited to talk about those and also nervous so we'll see if we have any similar ones any ones that we can buddy read we'll just we'll see in the next episode but thank you guys for listening yes thank you so much for listening and we will catch you guys next time bye bye